John the Baptist was a mighty prophet, a prophet like the Jews hadn't seen for hundreds of years. And it's easy for modern readers to miss that. But John was a very big deal. His message was simple, repent, prepare the way of the Lord. And scripture says that great masses of people from all of Judea came to him and they came to receive his baptism of repentance. They came to publicly say, we're sinners, we've offended God. And it must have been something powerful to see so many publicly turning towards repentance. But then, well, something very odd happened. Jesus came from Galilee and asked John to be baptized by him as well. And well, Jesus was and is and always will be God. He's perfect. And yet he's asking John to baptize him. It's backwards. I mean, the Baptist's own words make that clear. John fully understands this. He says, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you're coming to me. It's all wrong. Or at least it seems all wrong. I mean, Jesus has no need of John's baptism, and yet this is his first recorded act in all four Gospels. There's obviously something important happening here. And we, as readers and followers of Christ, well, we've got to ask the question, why does he do it? Why does he travel from Galilee to Judea to be baptized by John when he has nothing personally to repent for? Well, and the short answer, it's us. See, Jesus went to be baptized by John, not because he needed it, but because we do. This baptism of repentance wasn't incidental. It's a major moment. It's part of the righteousness of God that Jesus came to accomplish. He went to John to take on the baptism of repentance, not for himself, but for us for humanity. Jesus in the waters of the Jordan descended and took on the sin of the world. And Benedict XVI puts it this way, Jesus loaded the burden of all mankind's guilt upon his shoulders. He bore it down to the depths of the Jordan. He inaugurated his public activity by stepping into the place of sinners. His inaugural gesture is an anticipation of the cross. And that's from Pope Benedict's book, Jesus of Nazareth. See, from that point forward, Jesus begins the work of the cross. Now, too often we contemplate the cross and we only see Christ's passion. And yes, the passion is important, but Christ didn't wait until he stood before Pilate to begin the work of salvation. Jesus made it clear from the Jordan that not only is his death for us, but his life is for us as well. So it's got to be noted that in all four gospels, it agrees that immediately upon his baptism, the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus And something changed. Before the Jordan, Jesus was almost indistinguishable from the other carpenters of his time. Nobody assumed that there was anything remarkable about him. There was seemingly very little worth writing down about his life before the Jordan. The gospel writers give almost no record of it. But after the Jordan, his life was extraordinary. It was inexplicable. His own family members were baffled by him. People who knew him said things like, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? See, Jesus, through it all, claimed, I've come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. And it seems that at the Jordan, the Holy Spirit began to lead Christ in a new way. Christ, having given up the divine prerogative, made himself reliant on the Spirit and went forth to do the Father's will. Through this baptism of repentance, Jesus inaugurates a new life of grace for humanity. And through his sacrifice on the cross, he invites us into this new life. Just as Jesus' public life and mission began in the waters of the Jordan, our lives begin through repentance and baptism as well. We should never forget that Jesus lived his life not as some unattainable goal, 
but as a template of how we're called to live. And just as the father at Jesus' baptism affirms that Jesus is his beloved son in whom he's well pleased, we too have been made sons and daughters of the Lord through our baptism. And just as the Spirit descended upon Jesus at his baptism, so too the Spirit comes to us at ours. And just as Christ lived his life in union with the Father through the Spirit, we're called to live in union with Christ through the Holy Spirit. Jesus began the work of the cross at the Jordan. He walked our human life. He carried our sin so that we can have a share in his life and live through him, lives that have been set free from the domination of sin. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.